Welcome everyone to Be Better Betters. I'm the host, Spanky. Thanks for listening. This week, I'm going to try to give a little bit of a education on the bookie better relationship and what I believe uh, how a proper bookmaking operation should be run. This is uh, mostly in response to Jason Robbins, who's the CEO of DraftKings, um, saying that initially saying that he doesn't want uh, people that profit to be able to play in his sports book. Then he corrected his statement and says, "No, nah, it's okay. We'll, we'll take. We, we want people to win. We just don't want professionals like Billy Walters, or we don't want people that manipulate lines like Billy Walters." These are the exact quotes. And I'll tag uh, uh, a link in the video. He was on Mitch and Paulie's show. Uh, I'll tag a link in the video so you uh, in the show notes so you could see exactly what I'm talking about. So if anybody's new to the podcast, just to give you a little bit of a, a background, I'm a professional sports better over 20 years. Um, I've dealt with hundreds, if not thousands, of bookmakers. Um, some of the world's best some not so great, both regulated and unregulated. If there's one thing I know in life, the only thing I know in life, it's the bookie better relationship and what's right, what's wrong, what's okay, what's kosher, what's not, etc, etc, etc. So this is something that I really believe that I can speak and with confidence and say, yeah, I know what the right thing to do is. And listen, everybody has their opinion, but again, I truly believe that my opinion holds water. It holds every because I've shared this opinion is shared by some of the world's best that are currently existing in the regulated markets, particularly in Las Vegas. Um, several of the biggest offshore sports books um, that are bookmakers that take on customers, etc., etc., etc. So, um, first off, I want to talk about um, you know what the bookie better relationship entails. As a bookmaker, a bookmaker hangs a line, and he has implied vigorish in that line. You know, usually in the form of minus one ten juice, um, where he'll hold four and a half percent. The better has to risk eleven to win ten on a coin flip, essentially. Um, in the long run, the bookmaker has that advantage, and he realizes that advantage by booking bets and writing a lot of action. That's the bookmaker's advantage. The better's advantage, of course, is he's able to pick and choose on the menu and choose what he wants to bet. The bookmaker tries to entice the better by giving a menu of different selections. Here, you look at all my, you could bet whatever you want. Look, I have 10 games here and props on here and this and that and futures. Come, have at it, whatever you want. Of course, there's an implied vigorish there where we believe that we're going to have the edge. But hey, listen, go have fun, have at it. Now, the savvy sports better, the guy that wants to be able to try to beat the game, that wants to win, which Jason Robbins mentioned that it's okay, we want winners, is going to shop around. He's going to look where he thinks the line might be weak. He's going to do whatever he can to be able to try to get the best of it, maybe beat the closing line, or have a fair shot at winning the sport, winning in the long run. So that's the, the relationship. Now, you know, Jason Robbins mentioned, and I think a lot of bookmakers share this sentiment. And, you know, before I go into I think Jason Robbins, listen, the guy's a brilliant guy, very successful. 
um, built a company, um, well, world, world, no, world-renowned company. It's well known in the world. Um, and and I have nothing against you, Jason. I know you listen to the podcast. Um, and I have nothing against you personally. I just think that whoever is advising you on how, how to run a proper sports book um, is ill-advising you. They, they don't understand how the game works. And I, I think that um, that you know you, you should just think about this on what's right and what's wrong because you know the you know some of your quotes um, I'm gonna kind of just like put some holes in it and make you just think about it. And this is not just for Jason. This is for any bookmaker that's running this type of uh, running an operation. By saying that, you know, we don't want, we want winners, but we think it's not fair for manipulation of lines. You know, the exact quote was, any operator um, would agree that if you try to manipulate lines, that's not in the spirit of a fair competition. So, um, you know, when a, when a sports better places a bet, um, the most important thing I think that every bookmaker needs to understand is there are no whys. And why a sport? You know, he's not entitled to the why. Um, the why is is the sports better, and and he it stay it stays with the sports better. The reason why he placed the bet. Okay, some people, for example, might bet the New York Giants on a spread. I don't know. But let's say it's plus seven. They might bet them because they're a Giants fan. Great. They might bet them because they think the, the seven is might be a, a good spread. They'll get a lot of points. That's great. They might bet them because maybe the world's painted six and they could get a seven. That's great. There's so many different angles, so many different reasons why a sports better is going to place a bet on the Giants. The bookmaker is not entitled to the why. Okay. And any bookmaker that thinks that he's entitled to that is fooling themselves. That's not how the the, the the contract of a better bookmaker relationship exists. Whys are not part of it. You hang a number to take a hit. It is now my choice to decide if I want to bet that number. Okay? So for somebody like Jason Robbins to insinuate that somebody like a Billy Walters or anybody is manipulating, you don't know why he's doing anything. Okay? You're, 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 you're you know, it, it's a cop-out by saying that, hey, listen, you're manipulating lines so we're just not going to take your action. That's bullshit. You don't know what the guy's doing. You know, who are you to determine if somebody's manipulating a line? I might just want to bet this line because I find value in it. Maybe I'm, I'm a sophisticated modeler of sports, and this is why I'm betting the line. Maybe it's just because I like the color blue and I love the Giants. It's my choice. That's, I, I, I pay a vigorish, and I pay to be able to have the right to choose which team or which bet I'm going to place my my money on. And you charge me a vigorous to do that, Jason. So please, I think it's I think it's so insulting to the sports better or to anybody, even to Billy Walters. You think Billy Walters is just known for manipulating lines? Absolutely not. Sure, is are there times which he did that? Yes, absolutely. But there, it doesn't. No real bookmaker, no no bookmaker with any type of experience cares because every bookmaker, Jason. If somebody tried to manipulate a line, when they write a bet on a said line, they just move the number. It's a very, very simple concept. Now, why does somebody, the, the advisors of Jason, saying that? Why would somebody like Jason say, oh, it's not in, in the spirit of a fair competition? Here's the big, big underlying reason 
on why line manipulation hurts a company like DraftKings and hurts the majority of sportsbooks out there in a regulated market. What's happening is this, is that these guys that are run, that are hanging these numbers do not have a talented team actually hanging these numbers and moving their numbers. The feed, for example, at SB Tech or Cambi or whoever they're using, whatever provider is, is based on an offshore line. Maybe it would be a pinnacle line or a Chris line or a market consensus line. So there are, they're not even charting the action. They're not moving on the action. They have no idea. So somebody sees this and they say, oh shit, Pinnacle's taking $250 on this game. I could just go bet this at Pinnacle for $250. Pinnacle will move the line and then Dummy DraftKings is just going to copy that line. Now, Jason, is that the better's fault for being able to do that? Or is that your fault for being able to, to, to put yourself out there to be susceptible to, to, to be uh, susceptible to, to, to this type of manipulation? Um, it, it, it's just it's, I, I find it amazing how your lack of talent and your lack of, of hiring uh, somebody that knows how to chart work and how to actually book a bet and move the number, your lack of talent is is stopping you from booking winning players and instead saying, we don't want professionals. No, Jason, it has nothing to do with manipulation. It's just that you guys don't move your own numbers. Everything is based on auto-copying. Everything is an auto-copy. What you guys do, the program is obvious because it's see, it, it's been known. Whenever one of these sports books put up a bad line, and this has happened in the past, a sports book hung up an, uh, an erroneous line that no bookmaker would have, with any clue um, in the world, would put an erroneous line up there. But several bookmakers, including DraftKings, copied that said line. Why? Because there is nobody moving numbers there everything is on an autopilot so that's why you're you, you become susceptible to, to manipulation you be and, and, and you leave yourself wide open and that's why the people that are advising you this the guys that are actually moving the numbers that you're you're paying big money to be able to use their services they're telling you oh yeah we can't book these guys because they're doing manipulation Jason, you spend so much money on marketing, so much money, all these big companies, everybody's spending money on all this marketing, and I hear a DraftKings fan, everybody, you hear these names all over, every commercial. It is incredible with the amount of volume you guys write, that inst why would you not put money in actually talented bookmakers, guys that actually book a bet and move a number? book a bet and move a number if somebody tried to manipulate you and they laid you five you go to five and a half uh oh now somebody's gonna take the plus five and a half sure go ahead it's a bookmaker's dream to be able to write a five a minus five and a plus five and a half have at it all day long there is no manipulation because you move on action you write the bet based on the incoming action but unfortunately the way you're set up, and the way most sports books are set up, unfortunately, in this era that we're in, in this in this European model, soft, um, 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 you know, recreational sports book model, is you guys don't have bookmakers um, running these numbers. You have automatic programs that anybody with half a brain could see. Oh shit! I know who they're copying, and 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 now I could do what I have to do. Um, 
So your shortcomings in your software, um, you're, you're, you're putting that blame and, and, on, on the sports better. And, you know, and, and you say you want winning players, but you don't want professionals. This is unbelievable because every winning player, okay, or anybody that wins, okay, you say you want winners, it's okay, but you just don't want them to be pro. Every winning player has that dream. Everyone has a dream of either going pro, going semi-pro, or at the very least making a little extra cash to be able to have on a weekend, take their girlfriend out, whatever, okay? You just now are going to stifle that dream, not by just saying you don't want profitable betters, which you said, but even now by saying, oh, no, no, because you're going to just say, oh, I'm, he manipulated the line. You don't know what he's doing, manipulated. Are you? Can you prove exactly that this guy went on Pinnacle or, you know, or, or bet on Chris to be able to move that number and then had somebody else bet you the other way? Can that be proven? No, it's not. You're not privy to Pinnacle's chart or Chris's chart or any bookmaker's chart. You have no idea. You can only assume. Why? Because there is no why. The better is not going to tell you why he's betting. So instead of focusing on why the better is betting, and trying to say, oh, you're not doing it right. That's not in the spirit of the compet a fair competition. Be a bookmaker. Be a bookmaker. Write the bet. Move the line. You could try to assume the why. Maybe, oh, I think this guy's sharp. You could profile. Great. Okay, that's the art of bookmaking, to try to find out the why. Nobody's going to ever give it to you. But manipulation, if you're going to cry manipulation, because, listen, let's face it. Okay, it's not just Billy Walters that can't play at DraftKings. It's not just me that can't play at DraftKings. There have been hundreds, if not thousands, of cases, documented cases, online, where these guys have no idea what manipulation is that are limited to $10.57 on DraftKings. Guys have no op they, they don't they don't know what manipulation is. They can't manipulate. But you're gonna use that up. We don't want professionals. Stop it, Jason. Stop trying to back out of that statement by saying, Oh man, we don't want you know the manipulation stuff. No. You really don't want winning players because you are not capable, you don't have the talent to book winning players. You don't have bookmakers. Okay? The art of bookmaking is, is an unbelievable talent because and I've seen it. Take it from me when I tell you this. I have pleaded to so many. I could tell a great bookmaker from a good bookmaker from a shitty bookmaker. The shittiest of the shittiest bookmakers are on autopilot. And again, nothing against you personally, but I'm just saying, if you're going to just auto-copy a line and say, as long as I deal the market consensus, or as long as I have a hybrid of a Chris Pinnacle, I'm, that's you know, you're, you're, gonna, you're, you're leaving yourself open. And, and you think that it's okay, though. We'll just keep kicking out the winners. But in, but publicly, we'll just say, oh, we're, we, you know, we're kicking them out because of manipulation. No. Why take that route? There's so much that, you know, with all the money on marketing, just a little little sliver of that, the talent that you could have, the talent that you could hire for people that actually know how this works, that actually know how to book a bet and move a number. My God, you will your hold will go down, sure, but the volume that you would write, and you won't even have to worry about having an army of people that are just kicking people out all the time. It's just how how do you how does a business operate this way? The best analogy I always use, and I've used this in the past, 
is you assume that, you know, you live in, in, in an area with lots of rain, like Seattle or whatever, and your basement is flooding every day. The rainwater, of course, the analogy is the sharp sports better. The rain just keeps coming in. It just keeps coming in. Sharps, you can kick them out, they're going to find another way in. You keep kicking them out, they're going to keep coming back in. So there are two options. The first option is you just hire a bucket brigade, which is what you guys have now. Guys that you just, guys, just a cheap bucket brigade, bucket brigade where there's a line of people scooping that water out. Every day we scoop them out. Okay, who are we kicking out? Okay, let's kick this guy out, this guy this guy. You just get him. And it solves the problem temporarily until the next day when more rain comes. And then you scoop that shit out and you just scoop and you're just professional scoopers all your life. That's it. No talent, nothing. And this is like, it's, and, and it, how, how does somebody operate a business like this? It's incredible. What's the best way to do it, in my opinion? And again, it's my opinion, but I, I've seen very successful operations do this. What you do is you hire an engineer, okay? An engineer, of course, is a talented bookmaker. An engineer then will change the leveling of the house, and he'll make it so that the rainwater is being diverted to not flood the basement anymore. And he'll actually use that rainwater in a positive way to be able to save it, for to be able to, you know, when, when there's a drought or something, to be able to water plants or something. You use the water to your advantage. So now there's no more flooding. The bucket brigade is gone. Sure, the engineer is going to cost a lot more, i.e., the, the, the talented bookmaker will cost a lot. And sure, the, 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 the cost to be able to, you know, do the construction for the engineer and divert that water might be expensive at first. But guess what? In the end, it's going to pay off. And now, bring on all the rain. The rain is actually good for me because I actually use it to my advantage. I don't have to worry about if I have enough guys on the bucket brigade to be able to catch all this rainwater. It's all automated in the sense that we welcome it all, i.e. we want all the sharp action. It's, it's in our interest. It's in our benefit. You know, I, I, I love the analogy, and I hope you guys that are listening out there, the bookmakers, betters alike, can understand that this is the proper way, in my opinion, and, and the best long-term way to run a sportsbook operation. Again, nothing personal here. I'm very passionate. I think you guys have heard it in my voice. Um, this is how I feel a, a, a betting operation should be run. And, um, you know, forget the whys. There's no such thing as whys. Book a bet, move a number. Hopefully people learn something from this. Hopefully aspiring bookmakers out there, guys running this European model thinking, shit, maybe we could change it up. Maybe, you know, instead of hearing that, oh, this is the right way, it's recreation, and we just want to do this, maybe you think about, damn, let's change, let's forget this bucket brigade bullshit, and let's try to get that engineer and actually be bookmakers. Thanks so much for the time. Until next time.